This is the HV Disruptors Podcast, where we seek out the movers and shakers within the Hudson Valley who are doing big things. Now, here are your host disruptors, Ed Weeks and Dave Eisenstadt. Hey, everybody. Ed Weeks here. I'm here with my main man, D-Stat. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing today? Hopefully, you're doing great out there. We're at a cool place right here by my office with my good friend, Ikeem. How are you this morning, my friend? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We're here at Cafe Sweet Spot. If you haven't been here in the city of Poughkeepsie, you are doing yourself a disservice. Good food going down here. You need to come in. Dave, what's good, man? What's up, man? Another hot week here in New York? Yeah, it's disgustingly hot. <laughs> but luckily, we're in here on location. Thanks for having us, Ike. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting it. us come in with all of our gadgets and whatnot <laughs> no it looks cool pleasures all mine yeah man somebody asked me if we were doing a little dj in here oh yeah yeah uh, if ever you want to <laughs> whatever you want guest, be my guest can we scratch <laughs> on the macbook let's go <laughs> but seriously let's talk about like what brought you here to the city of poughkeepsie put you right on the spot right out of the gate right like there, talk right. to us like why here like where are you from I know, I know where you're from, but our, obviously our audience doesn't. So just, just go ahead, man. Talk a little uh, bit. So born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, mother's from the Caribbean. Father's American. Uh, moved up here with a, my lady I'm with now, which is a wonderful person. She was actually up here before me. Uh, I used to come out, you know, just over the weekends and stuff like that, and it kind of, kind of was nice. Actually, before Poughkeepsie, we were, we ain't Wapa just four actually. We so, we're not even like Poughkeepsie side, but Poughkeepsie is pretty good. So you know, we just came, checked it out, seen what it was, uh, stumbled upon this place, which you know we changed it made some great things happen if you know the place it's the old Coppola's because a lot of I know a lot of people from the Poughkeepsie area was familiar with the Coppola's the Morty's uh, th those are just the places before us so you know we came did some changes modern changes and uh, we just hope to bring good food to the place well, I know that I eat here at least once a week, so I can attest <laughs> to the good food. There's definitely some good things going down. People need to get in. We know, right, we're in the middle of summer, kind of dog days of summer, a lot of people on vacation. I know you changed hours recently. You're opening a little bit later, which is smart. Good business owner, you know, adjusting <laughs> to his audience. Correct, correct. And so, you, And you got some cool stuff going on, too, that I want you to talk about. Okay, so we have, uh, we did adjust some uh, time, in a sense. So we open at 10 a.m. and we closing in about 4 or 5, depending on the tra foot traffic. Uh, another great thing we're doing is weekly specials. Uh, the weekly specials are not on the menu, but they are in store and online. So if you want to come in or check us out online, you can also order online, and that's also open for the people as well. Just, you know, wait time. We know everybody, you know, have either a half hour or an hour lunch. So definitely ordering before time is a great thing. It'll definitely be ready for you if you give enough time. But uh, definitely check out the uh, weekly specials. It does change every week just new things to see you know what the town likes and that's pretty much it so which i think is if you're a business owner in the area you work at the courthouses you work anywhere in downtown city of poughkeepsie you could kind of be part of the the renaissance of this place right here cafe <laughs> sweet spot because you can come in and have a say in what is hot and what is basically going to be on the menu going forward right that's what you're doing with these weekly specials kind of testing the market 
That is correct. So uh, we came in with one concept and it, it worked, but also we want to just see what you guys think. We what wanna, was that concept? Uh, moderate. Like, again, we're from the city, so we were, you know, we exposed to a different pilot. Like our pilot for food is, you know, in a sense upscale because on any given block you can find six different restaurants you know so we we had that option of you know saying today we want pasta or tomorrow we want this so we tried to bring just a little bit of everything and then also you know with both I myself and Ingrid being you know Caribbean uh, related we we wanted to bring that Caribbean infused into the you know into the space as well which we do so definitely check that out you, you definitely get authentic there so that was that's also a great thing um What's your culinary background? I don't. You don't have believe one. it or not. No I don't have I no culinary background, literally. But I learned it from yeah. some of the greats. Uh, my mother cooks amazing, and she gave me some good recipes. So I won't give them out, but she did <laughs> give me some good recipes. Again, somebody who eats here quite often, there's no <laughs> doubt. There's just so – I do breakfast a lot, right? My yeah. office is literally, if you're watching the video, right there. But, I mean – you come in for an omelet, and I don't know what you put on top of the damn omelet, <laughs> but it is like it's next level experience. You can go anywhere around here, right? You go to the diner, you could do anything, but I come in here and I don't know what you put on top, but you got to tell them what it is because it just takes it. It's I know it's a French technique or something, but it is next level. It's just amazing. So uh, the purpose is melting your mouth, right? Because experience-wise, you know, you you want to you want to come back. You want to have that. Wow that was great, I need to try something else kind of thought, you know, and anytime anybody leaves with that, we, you know, we know we made somebody happy. And that's what I, what I put forward. And that's what I, you know, encourage my uh, cooks to do as well. Because if it don't look right to you, it's not going to look right to the customer. And you taught all your cooks like that Caribbean flair. Yes. And again, it's kind of hard because, you know, you're giving out mommy's recipe, but she, she probably don't <laughs> like to sign a waiver and contract. <laughs> before they start no, no, it don't take no pictures. That's no right. pictures. <laughs> I take pictures, not of the recipes, just of the food. No, I think so. Our podcast, obviously, Hudson Valley HV Disruptors, it's all about people that are disrupting. And as I'm sitting here and listening to you talk, the obvious disruption is I know you were doing something completely different before you got into this space. But now that you're in here doing this, it's like he's bringing that good, wholehearted, family-style, wonderful Caribbean flair to the everyday. And, I, you know, it, again, I, I can't stress this more. We haven't really stressed this in a podcast, but as someone who is obviously doesn't miss a lot of meals, uh, I will both say us, that, us, yeah, boss, because see, that's good. This guy over here is in too good a shape. We got to get I, him I want to look like him. You know, I'm looking at his muscles every time. I'm like, man, I used to have that, you know. Oh, I, I never then had I started that, so. eating. <laughs> I used to be skinny. I went from one extreme to the other. But it's all I just, again, I think that disruption is really just you're doing something new. You're bringing it to the city of Poughkeepsie. You're bringing it from Brooklyn. You know, there's a lot of that going on. And, of course, most of that happens a little south of here right down in beacon so the more that it right, happens right. here the more excited i get because i live in the city of Poughkeepsie, and i'm you know i've been here for 25 years and the renaissance is going now is mm. huge so that's again why i think we're sitting with you i just like any way we can contribute to the continued disruption getting people on the street here because talk to me about 
Okay, during the week, obviously, it's a lot of businesses. There's a couple places around here that are only open during the week, which I think right, is a huge right. mistake. But I know you do some great stuff on the weekend. So, Oh, the brunch. Uh, and, again, we continue to try to, you know, uh, excavate that, that whole brunch thing. Uh, it's something that we don't really see here. And if it is, it's very short in a sense of time-wise. But in the city, brunch is like one of those weekend things that even in the winter time is it's, it's a must do so we wanted to bring that same flair here uh city town poughkeepsie please support it reason being is it's a modern thing that you know i think everybody want to experience pricing is like literally on point because you know we we are from those same grounds and stuff so we know what it's like to come in and get good food for a reasonable price but I can assure you, you check it out once. If you're not happy, come see me personally. I'm always here. That's guaranteed. I'm always here. I don't think I had a day off since February. So, <laughs> Is that when you moved here to this location? Uh, I came here in the ending of February, yes. Okay. And we opened March 21st. So we're just coming up on uh, five months of being in this location. Nice. Uh, and what's the brunch hours? What are the brunch hours? So brunch hours starts from 11 and we stay all the way out until five for the brunch wow. items right that's on saturday and sunday saturday and sunday nice yeah. it's usually i mean up here <laughs> you're only gonna get a sunday brunch right yeah. i mean we know we've worked with other people in yeah. the area that only do sunday brunch so right, right. to have the option saturday and sunday look the other thing is obviously we don't just have hudson valley listeners you're in the city of poughkeepsie you're up here for a wedding you're at the poughkeepsie grand you're at grandview you're staying up here like this is the place. I don't know. I haven't looked at reviews or anything or Yelp or any of those things that everybody looks at. But at the end of the day, like, if you hear this and you're here in the city, you're coming up to the walkway, get this place on your radar. You're not going to be upset. I mean, I have full confidence. Again, Thank I don't you. miss a lot of meals, and I can choose wherever <laughs> Thank I you. eat. Thank you. And I love Appreciate to be able to walk from my office to here, and I want it to stay, so let's go. <laughs> so do you guys serve um, on Sundays or Saturdays for brunch? Do you guys serve, like, alcohol? Do you guys serve alcohol? Well, we are in the process of okay. the liquor license. Great. Definitely, I am a good fan of mimosas. Sir, uh, give me a Bloody Mary. Get me oh, my man. day started, baby. Hey, well, you know, that's the next remedy that's for right. uh, hangovers. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it. laughs> the know. hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but we, we, we actually uh, are waiting for the liquor license. Uh, you know, it is a awesome. little bit of a process. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. We thought to come out with doing a... Uh, I don't like it, but version uh, mimosas, just using like uh, the Andre Champagne. You know, we yeah. had it once or twice before. Has a decent flavor, but uh, we can't wait for that license. Just due to the fact that we get to one. Once we get the license, we're gonna open out for dinner, uh, and we wanna wait for the license to do dinner because there's nothing better with a steak sandwich than a nice red wine or chardonnay okay, look at that so you heard it here first yeah, <laughs> yeah i didn't know he was open look at that <laughs> yeah that's, a, good that's a little secret we was gonna Ooh, keep but uh, out. i like that it had to happen so yeah we we definitely want to open out for dinner about from uh six to about 10 p.m uh so what he's basically saying is he doesn't ever want to go on vacation again <laughs> exactly and it's sad because I used to be in the Caribbean about three times a year, literally. What part of the Caribbean? Uh, so I used to, I have a clothing store actually in St. Lucia. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sarah, my honeymoon. <laughs> no, I love St. Lucia. Let me tell you, I, I know that place like What's the name I know of it? Brooklyn. Huh? What's the name of it? Uh, 
clothing store. Oh, the clothing store. Yeah. Woo. Man, you almost made me forget. I haven't been there so long. It's just sad. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, touch of style. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, man. It's a beautiful place. I, I mean. From I got married in 96, so it was a long time ago that I was there, but Whew. man, what an awesome. We spent a lot of time kind of out of the Sandals Resort and did a bunch of stuff mm. around the area. Okay. Just a great vibe, man. Like You ever uh, went over by the uh, Sulphur Springs when you was there? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's hot. That that that, yeah, that I was there. is hot. I was but, there in uh, June. It was significantly <laughs> hot, but it was beautiful. It, I mean, it was this one thing my wife and I talk about all the time. Like, we need to go back, like, just get back to St. Lucian. What was the – it's the two peaks, right? What was the Pitons. Pe- yeah. yeah, the beer was yeah. that. Oh, the, the, the piton is a beer, and uh, is they got two the, pitons right. that you can actually climb. We did. Uh, I yet to do it, but uh, yeah, I wasn't climbing. I don't climbing. Think I'm a even fan then, of doing yeah, even <laughs> then, I wasn't climbing. So now I'm definitely not climbing. But the beer was really good, yes, and the rainforest, and like yeah. oh, it was just a really cool, cool vibe. Really got to get back down there, St. Lucia. Good stuff. I've never been there. No, Mm-mm. put yeah, it on you, your radar. You, you want to do it? You want to do it? Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I literally been top to bottom. Yeah. No, no doubt. Literally, it's a very. Nice and that's place. where you're originally from. No, 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 no. You're not from there. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Dude. So uh, it, 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 it's a fun place, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely a nice place. But I mean, I've, I've been a few places, not just there, you know. Yeah. So <sighs> I will get a vacation. Man. I will one day. Deserve it, man. <laughs> so you're from. So what were you doing in Brooklyn? Uh, I drove trucks. Yep. For ten years. Okay. Uh, before then, I, literally from fifteen, uh, my first job on the books at 15 I, I started working a nightclub as a bouncer and i did that for they got the size for it it makes yeah sense. yeah i did that for some 15. years yeah i mean well i was i wasn't always heavy set but i was tall mm. so i i mean you know sometimes seeing me you you never thought my age was what it was and uh you know so i was working for about from 15 to about 24 uh, being a bouncer, but I always had jobs in between mm-hmm. that. Like, uh, I used to work for Macy's Harold Square, largest department store, I was a security supervisor there for a few years. Then I moved into the armored truck company, stayed there for another 10 years, and then ended up in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Here he is. So, moral of the story is don't be scared to work, people. Like, you gotta work. <laughs> This man is here working, busting his butt to get his dream <laughs> restaurant here, get it rocking and rolling, right? I mean, I think a lot of people today are looking for this, like, strange utopia that doesn't exist where they want to work a couple hours a week and make all this money, and it's just not even real. I mean, that's that's just one of those things, too, where, you know, they had that old saying, you know my story, but, you know, don't know where it started from, you know? And that's the thing with most people, like... It's a fight before that glory, man. No matter what you do and say, you know, nothing is just automatic. And if it is, be scared of that because that automatic is short-lived, you know. But when you when you learn it from the beginning and, you know, you had to fight, you know, hard just to make it, you know, you appreciate it when you do make it. And that's, that's just, I think, is the key to success, you know. That's just, there's nothing more you could say on that. If you I like that fight before the glory, love that man. Yeah, I mean we're in it, right? I mean we're in it every day. Yeah, I'm in a fight every day. You're in a fight for, you know, 
Everything. Self-created 845. Well, he ain't fighting no more. He, he got the muscle. No, nah. nah, he still fights, man. I'm he still, still fights. He's still doing his daily grind. That's for sure. This man works. Yep. <laughs> you got to. You're never yeah, going to be yeah. what you want to be. I love that. I don't, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's going in the title of this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fight before the glory. I love it. Good stuff. So is that what you kind of... Do you have any kids? I got one son. 12 one years son? of yeah. age. Oh, my God. He'd be 13 in a few weeks. Thanks for reminding me. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> a little pat on his back there. Yeah. For somebody who has a 22-year-old, yeah. soon to be 20 and 8. I bet on all sides of it. <laughs> talk, yeah. about your, talk about your staff here. So They, they are very good. I mean, um, we started with literally a staff of about 20 people when we first started in March. Literally, we That's started a with a staff of 20. Wow. And we have been molded to about a staff of eight to ten at most. Uh, two of the people that started with me are still here, and I love them dearly. I am grateful for the new people we have on because we believe with them we're going to build a lot of great memories to come. Yep. So I love them. That's uh, great. Literally, I wake up and... I love coming here only because of the people I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Isn't and that's that, one of the isn't good that things. great? Yeah, man. That's one of the good things about being at work. If I call it work because I still work. I'm literally here seven days a week. Yeah. So I still call it work, not not just in the sense of an owner. Because, you know, an owner, they come in once in a while yeah. just to make sure things. Nah, like I'm hands on with everything, you know, so. It, it makes the difference just that much better. You know? That's awesome. It's it's relieving to come in and waking up and saying that you know you have full confidence in your staff. Yeah, yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah, they, really they, good feeling. That's something. They're definitely something. Do you try to? So you're talking about that, you know, fight for glory. Do you try to instill that into your staff? Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Every day they hear me talk. They hear me talk yeah. every. Oh, of course. Re- reason being is, uh, me growing up, my mother and father. First thing they always tell you, if I never tell you, you never understand. You understand? And that's the, one of the things I, you know, talk with them with. I don't care if you're older than me or younger than me. I'm still try to instill certain things I know, because they have a saying: each one teach one. You know. So you know, if you, you know, no matter how old you are, how young you are, if it's knowledge to learn, learn it. I don't care what you say. I learn every day. You know, it's things I don't know. I never knew how to cut. You understand? Before I came here, cut what? What are we cutting? Fruits? <laughs> you know, we, we, we skinning chicken. I never did none of that stuff. I mean, I cooked home, but I ain't go through that. I got went to the store and got it made. But here, I was learn. I learned how to use a knife. You know, I learned how to cook certain things I never did before, you know. So it, it's all in the teaching. And if you can learn from somebody, you know, do so, you know. And that's that's another key to success, you know. Don't never look at it as, uh, you know, he's on it. He ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> I wash dishes hands on. I tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, they'll tell you. I wash dishes. When there's anything needed, I'm, I'm the first one that you need, I'm there for you. You know, it's sometimes you come in on a busy day and I'm on the line with the staff, literally, you know. But those are all fun experiences for me at the end of the day. After everybody leave and we're cleaning up, we're talking about that. Yeah. Like, damn, man, that was a fun day. Yeah. You know, those rushes make us happy at the end of the day yeah. just through the fact of knowing that we, I mean, <laughs> I put it to you like this. Sunday that just passed, we had a six top that came in and they had 25 minutes to catch a train. We clear seven orders in 12 minutes. Oh. 
And that's with everybody on hand working to clear that order. Seven orders in 12 minutes. And that's burgers included, made from scratch. It's not pre-made. That's all scratch-made stuff. That's great customer service right there. Yeah. And that, but again, that's things that you want. You know, when a customer come in and they leave with that experience, rest assured if they're from the area, they'll come back. For sure. And that's the fun part about it. You create that uh, that those talking triggers that <laughs> they're, they're getting on the train right now. That's like a that's like repeatable. If you, you you just had that experience here, you have to make that train, dude. This guy whipped out all these meals for us. It was awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. what spot? The cafe sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. yeah and the flip side of that, which is. I'm trying to make this correlation here somehow, but I know the pride parade was here a month ago, a month and a half ago. And I know you went out and went out into the, the community and went out with a bunch of different samples just to like, uh, no offense to anybody else in the city. I didn't see a lot of other people doing that, but I just think it was a really cool way to a community that often gets a bad rap right out there and i don't i don't care you are who you are whatever you do you do i don't care it has never bothered me but i just thought it was awesome to see because i was here and i saw you go out i was oh, like cool, Damn, cool. there's somebody out That's there awesome. like you know what yeah. care less about what's going on support it or don't it doesn't matter but you're out there doing your thing letting people of all backgrounds and all different choices <laughs> experience your food and i know yeah. I think a few times you're like, damn, I can't even keep anything. I can't even get halfway down the block and all my food's gone. But the point is, it was good. And hopefully, you know, that little bit of being different and mm-hmm, disrupting mm-hmm. and doing things led to some great things for you. I mean, somebody to come here. First off, I want to know what kind of customer comes in and says, I got 20 minutes to a train and expects to eat well. Oh, but I'm sure they went out of here happy. We, we get that on a daily. Hey, really? We, That's crazy we, to me. We just yesterday had uh, uh, a few gentlemen from the courthouse and they was like, hey, man, I got to be to work back at 1 30 it was like 105 when they came mm. in and they wanted uh two of the specials you know and we we made it happen you know just awesome. because you know you 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 want to be that go-to person no matter what yeah. you know and it's if you can provide that you always have a loyal customer mm-hmm. so that's that's something we try to pride on make the customer happy because at the end of the day those that's what keep your doors open do whatever it takes some yes. real lessons in here some real <laughs> lessons in here like how do you do business it doesn't matter a restaurant it doesn't uh-huh. matter gym it doesn't mm-hmm. matter video production you do whatever marketing. it takes you do what it takes to make a happy customer because awesome. that keeps your doors open literally, literally keeps those doors open. customers always right always sometimes you want to tell them they're wrong you just can't <laughs> and just like you learned that you're cool now you probably learned business too as you went right you probably did you have a mentor or anything um so you just learned it yourself a lot of experience my father when i was young he used to take me out on a lot of business meetings with him because he he also had stores and a lot of businesses oh, as no well shit. so he, uh, since young age, I used to go on a lot of business meetings with him and uh, just seeing how he operate with people, which I'm going on a limb and say, by the way, I am probably the most shyest person you can ever meet. I hate talking in large he groups. Didn't, he didn't, really? he didn't want to even do this, man. <laughs> really? By far. Oh, yeah, man. I, uh, I, mean, I didn't tell me that. Literally, literally. That's good. Though. But um, just being around him and seeing his, you know, business mind, he, he showed and taught me a lot in the sense of, you want how to talk to people, you know, how to, you know, use words to make it work for you. Uh, and I learned just being uh, 
being light in life, you know, business. Uh, like I told you, I was in the armored car business, so I dealt with a lot in a sense of one, customers, how to talk to people, and it just showed, you know, throughout daily life, no matter what you learn, it can always be transferred in, you know, other parts of your life. And, you know, I, like I said, I never, this is my first time ever owning a restaurant. So I came in this thing, you know, with no clue. And I can say, uh, now I'm a restaurateur. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, so it's, it, awesome. It, it's very fun. Uh, All right, so okay, let's, let, let's look a few years down the road, man. Like, oh, what oh. do you got? I know it's hard to do it sometimes, so, right? Uh, no. Where do you see yourself? Well, are we here? We have multiple locations. Yeah, Ingrid. What are we doing? Uh, Ingrid and myself, we definitely, well, seriously, we're definitely looking within the next year of coming down where you At guys certain are. Places. Certain <laughs> places. Certain places <laughs> located near certain Don't make gyms. It too easy for that yeah. guy over there. We definitely look into, uh, you know, venture into part two of the cafe. Um, we we got a we got a few ideas coming in and you know one thing I will say is uh, myself and Ingrid are very you know humble and we love you know getting into the community so anybody that you know is a community base and that's what they do reach out to us we love doing you know community drives and just giving back one because you know it's not easy you know coming from nothing and trying to make something and i always believe if you have the guidance and somebody to show you the way you can do it but if you never see it you can't understand on how to start it and i think that's what most people problem is they they see what it is in the sense of driving a fancy car but how did you get to that point and if you learn the basics you don't jump the gun learn those basics because that is the key to success basics it will show you other paths so you know that's the fun part learning basics I mean, most people don't want to do that they don't want that they want that instant gratification they see on instagram <laughs> oh lord <laughs> they don't want to put the work in or have the patience yeah yeah that's what it is that, I, it's crazy right because a lot i mean just look at the youth they idolize guys girls ladies gentlemen that are sports figures right mm -hmm. or music business and they don't understand the amount of time that these people put into the basic fundamentals that makes them right i mean you look at some of the greatest of all time lebron you oh, think he's man. just walks on oh. the kobe bryant like this dude shot a thousand <laughs> shots a day mm -hmm. when i was in high school if i shot a thousand shots at a season <laughs> that was a lot and i love balling i did but a thousand a day yep, i mean yeah, you yeah. think about the level of commitment to the basics i like that level of commitment and that's that's again you know, you got to be committed. Yeah, I go back to when, when I was in the gym. Uh, you know, your first week in the gym, you're like, damn, I don't see no results. I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> you got to be committed to that. Yeah, you see, I'm committed to food. Bro. <laughs> Look at these results. <laughs> hey, well, you see how I ended yeah. out. I mean, I used to go, I, I used to be up every day at 4.30 in the morning, be at the gym at 5 o'clock and leave at 6.30. Every single day, yeah. five days a week. Do you do that, Dave? Yeah, but I, I want to. Uh, you're talking. You guys are talking about the fundamentals. There is a concept that CrossFit is built around, and there's the three levels of of CrossFit: is mechanics, mm -hmm. consistency, and then intensity. So that's just like with the mechanics portion of what you guys are talking about with fundamentals. Like you can't just go right to the intensity part. That's how you're going to hurt yourself in CrossFit. 
And that's how you're going to fail in business oh. if you just want to. Right, you can't like you mentioned Instagram before, right? So bring it full circle. You can't fake it till you make it. Right. Oh, no. Somebody's gonna figure you Someone's out eventually. Call you out. And you're, it's because you, you're just trying to skip all the fun, yeah. all the hard stuff. Because right. the worst part is, is that like failure, you're taught from the youngest age that failure is a bad thing instead of it's just part of the process, right? You're gonna screw up, especially in business. In school, trust you me, to. you're gonna screw up. You're gonna screw up your whole life, and you can't look at it as the negative that it's put into your head. It's the reality of. Yeah. my French, but shit happens. I mean, it happens. You just got to be yeah. willing to accept the fact that you're going to have downs. I have ups, too. I wish I could uh, go into my phone and show you this 45-second quote uh, that uh, this gentleman said. And uh, I can't word him word for word, but, you know, he said one thing, and I, I literally stuck with this thing to this day. He said, I put you in plain sight to see who's for you and when they realize they don't have a purpose for you they let you go not knowing your worth Mm. but the moment they know they have a reason to keep you around they do any and everything just to keep you around right and he said don't care i like this this is good (laughs) Yeah, but that's what he said. He said, those are the people you don't want around you because if I don't have a purpose for you, I don't want you around me, then, you know, having you here, you're, you're, like, a, you're like a bag of water that I'm just walk, juggling around with, yeah. you know? And I swear, if I could go into that and show you, you'd understand. Everything. You're going to have to after this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna gotta, I got to show you that. It's, it's one of those things where... That 45 seconds changed everything. And I'm just, you know, relating, going back to when you talked about, you know, we were taught failure at a young age was something to be afraid of. And I kid you not, I remember the first negative review we got. I was nervous because, again, this is my first time ever being in the restaurant industry. And I'm like, please don't let this affect me. But, you know, just looking back at it two months ago when we got that, you know, it made better because if nobody tell you what's wrong, how do you know what to fix? Sure. You know, so failure is not not an evil thing. It's actually a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. <laughs> and the reality is, is that you took the time to check the review and make things right. Right. I mean, that's a lot of people react emotionally to reviews. Mm-hmm. You're never going to make everybody happy. No. And to be honest with you, some of the best people that I know that are uber successful mm-hmm. literally say the more negative and the more haters you have the better you're doing and that's the truth i mean and i think it goes back to they only see the end game right they see where you are but they don't know how you got there and the struggles and the fundamentals and all the fun stuff because again i ask you the question about where you see yourself in a few years because as i've said to every other guest we've had on this podcast like this isn't a one and done. We want to come back and, you know, you know, I'm going to bug you. <laughs> in here eating. But I want, you know, we want to talk about the progress, where you're going, the challenges, the ups and downs. The goal of this is, you know, to, to let people know what's A, going on around them here in the Hudson Valley, the great stuff that's going on, the different people that are doing great things, but also the reality of it. Like, when you talk to, like, we sat with um, the gentleman that owns uh, DC Sports mm-hmm. and the amount of time that the guy puts in to be there to do the things that no one sees, right? They think, oh, this, you know, it's easy to own that. No business is easy, nothing. No one we've talked to has an easy business. Oh, you can't, or you're not going to be successful, you're going to be gone. Literally. Not possible. I don't see it. 
I mean, and then you got to think about it. If you, if you put time and investment to someone else running your business, what do you know about that business? So if they left today or tomorrow, what do you do now? You have no clue on what it is to run that place because you never did. Yeah, amen. You know? Amen. Where do you see the Hudson Valley going in the next oh, that's five years? This is years. good, an outsider's so opinion. I want now, this, bro. This. You're an insider now. You, yeah. you were an outsider. <laughs> so now me and Ingrid was talking, and uh, the one thing we liked after being here a few months, P.O.K., it's gonna be what Brooklyn is today. Now, most people, if you know Brooklyn, literally, if you seen Brooklyn five to ten years back, you didn't want to be there. You understand? And I'm, and it was very little places you wanted to be in Brooklyn. Every part of Brooklyn right now, everybody wants. Brooklyn has became what Manhattan was. Right now, most people are leaving Manhattan and going to Brooklyn because it just became that it thing. And we see the new developments in POK right now, and we know its time is coming. And when we got this spot, I, like I said from the beginning, we physically rode, jumped, flipped to not be in Poughkeepsie. We literally didn't want to come to Poughkeepsie or Route 9. And we kept seeing this place. Every time we did a search to find a place to you know, open up the restaurant, we just kept running across this place until we say, you know what? I think this is where it want us to it's be. It's a sign. You know, so we see the developments going on. It's going to take some time to, you know, weed out what should be here and what shouldn't be here. And, but that's the same thing happened in Brooklyn. Like literally every other block you went in Brooklyn, they had abandoned houses. They had, uh, you know, the, the people that lived on the streets. And then as they started developing, I mean, this, this thing has literally rose from nothing to everything. Mm. You understand? And we see that in POK because they're doing a lot. So within the next two to five years from now, whoo, get your spot now, I'm telling you. <laughs> It's guaranteed. Spot on. I, so someone who's lived in the city since 90, it's either two or three. I'm going to say 93, 26 years. Hmm. Never. In the last six months to a year, six, 12 months, I've never seen so many projects, so many buildings going up, rehab going on. And, you know, as somebody who's in the community and understands a lot of the inequalities that go on <laughs> i hope they do it the right way i do see projects that are doing that so that's a good thing uh i just hope that it doesn't ever become as unaffordable as brooklyn is oh, and i know that yeah. my my own brother-in-law hates brooklyn because <laughs> this is the story he could have bought a brownstone where he was yeah. i think it was williamsburg i'm not exactly 100 percent sure where he was but i know he could have bought a brownstone for 650 grand that he was renting and he decided to buy a house in Yonkers, which he's also done very well on. But that brownstone is now worth like six or seven million dollars. So it's crazy what has gone on down there. I see. I know you're from Brooklyn. I know you go to other places around here, other coffee shops, other things. And I see I talk to people that are from Brooklyn, Manhattan, the Bronx. There's a huge trend of people moving up here. Oh, 
Trust me. Uh, yes, there is. And literally, that's why I'm glad I got some kind of foot in the door, because uh, there is a large amount of people that's co- moving up from the Yonkers and Manhattan, Brooklyn area coming up uh, for two reasons. One, it, it's slowly catching its buzz. And two, uh, it's a little cheaper to live up here. Yeah, I'd say you it's know. a lot cheaper to live <laughs> up here, but that's a whole different, that's a whole different yeah, conversation. It's, 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 it's definitely, the only thing we got to get them to change is the damn parking things around the city, yeah. but we'll get there. We'll go hey, and get hey, them. Yeah, a little bit more. You know, I, I my first winter here uh, it wasn't <laughs> the best, and uh, I'm not used to cold. I hate cold with a passion. <laughs> I came out my house and. <laughs> My windshield was frozen. I never had that experience before. So when you start Welcome seeing negative two. Valley. <laughs> I got that. I got that. It said thank you when I put on my heat for the windscreen. But again, I mean, uh, we got through the winter. The winter was, you know, a little headache, but uh, we got through it. And uh, summer is very fun. Uh, but I like, I, I like being in the Hudson Valley. It, it, I think uh, when you were talking about this building or this spot keep popping up and whatnot and you you know you couldn't you couldn't get away from it a little bit i think it's a blessing because i think in the next five years i think you're going to be doing very well here thank you thank you and that's that's what we said we 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 hope to be here for the years to come we want to we want to make this a destination spot you know, when you get off that train, we we want to be one of your first stops, and that's what we are fighting for. That that leads me to my next question: How do you get your customers? Right How? Now? Yeah, because um, so a lot of business owners are listening to this oh in the sweet. Hudson Valley. Where so can they find you? Like yeah, how are you getting your customers? So right now, uh, we did a lot of uh, social media mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is something that you know is the trending thing, and it's cool. But I. I literally hold on don't knock social media bro no 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 literally that that is the wave that's how you do it but uh you know being from that old era where you <laughs> your phone was a flip i mean we didn't have that yeah. you know so how how did we do things then word of mouth and uh we were listening to this guy and he was like you know one of the one of the things that people do business-wise is they run straight to social media to do a lot of things and they don't even have the basics together. So now you put this Russian hype into this establishment and you haven't worked out a lot of the kinks. So make it word of mouth there you go. and then, you know, start upgrading. You understand? You know, it's just that whole thing we're talking about. Don't jump the gun. Start it's those slow. experiences that the customers have in here that they can tell everyone else about. Oh, I had a twenty. I had to get my train in twenty-five minutes, and <laughs> I had still had time to kill. That that, that was a, a a fun thing for us, and again, yeah. that was on a Sunday. We <laughs> and it's always happened. So every time we say, "All right, we about to break down and start closing up," we get these groups that come in about ten, fifteen minutes before it's time for us to leave, and you know, the, my staff look at me. They like. <laughs> Let's do it. We, you know, we, we, we're not turning nobody away. And I, I love them for that because they'd they be like, nah, let's go. Even when they cleaned off the grill. And if you know as being in the restaurant industry, once you clean that grill, you don't want to go. The day is over, yeah. <laughs> yeah and they hate having to re-clean it, but they never have a problem with Damn. doing it, you know. I know a ton of businesses <laughs> that would shut down and, say, and turn people Sorry. away. Sorry, yeah. we're closing in 15 minutes. Yeah, the grill no. is off. So yeah. don't do it to them. Yeah. But you, know, you know you can come here last minute and still get a quality meal, but, you know, let's not focus on that. I think that he makes a 
brilliant point. I just want to translate into like some digital marketing terminology and like you talk about social media being a thing like everybody's trying to do their own social there's a ton of noise uh, and i know because again i'm in this community and i'm right here in this neighborhood so i'm seeing what's going on here and i know you've done some real grassroots stuff bringing out the specials and handing them to people around the area like there's no noise in that right nobody's doing those things anymore <laughs> the really simple again fundamental basic things of trying to get my word out in my neighborhood to get people here you go out and knock on somebody's door and give them a damn special <laughs> and you know it's you told me before this podcast that it's work so mm -hmm, guys mm -hmm. you don't always girls not just guys you have to <laughs> think a little differently everybody's trying to put their nice looking meal on mm -hmm. instagram everybody's got the damn same thing up there you know what i mean not, not it's the same food but i can't taste smell touch you can't do any of that you know you go outside and you're handing out samples somebody's understanding the quality of food that is in what you're doing and that's you know people forget those things yeah. the grassroots like really simpler things it's much easier to go do that interact with the public than it is to get a hundred comments on instagram or facebook or anywhere like good luck getting any of that it's oh. just that the game is changing all the time and yeah. that's a whole different story and i'm a guy who does it for a living <laughs> so i'm just being real and honest like a lot of people say to me well should i focus on instagram should i focus on facebook no, you should do exactly what Akeem just said. Focus on your damn business from a very grassroots tactics, mm -hmm. and everything else will pan out. Literally, literally. Because the best thing you can do, and I see it here, you know, you go on Instagram. I'm here eating, and I put a picture up. You know, there's an opportunity for word of mouth. It's the end user creating the content saying, this place is good. Right? That's what you want. That's, now you just got to go out grassroots, Rise and get the damn people in your restaurant. Yeah. And that's a, that's 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 something we we really like. Um, anytime you're in a location, good or bad, if you feel you had an amazing experience, put us out there. Let let you know. Let the other people know that you know the experience you had is amazing because that part of the social media is like the best. Because again, that's through word of mouth. That's word of mouth through a digital way versus saying, "Hey, I was here telling a friend." You know you. <laughs> When the customer put up that picture, the you know the feeling behind that is always amazing, you know. So Word thank you. on steroids. <laughs> so tell everybody where they can find you. What are your what are you what's your Instagram? What's your where can people find you on social media? That's what we're talking about. Ooh, and then so your website on Instagram. You on the spot. Let's oh go. man, I got to go and look at. Come some on, it's on the board right behind here. <laughs> so on Instagram, you could uh, check us out. We are CSS. CSS POK on Instagram. We also got a Facebook page at Cafe Sweet Spot. Uh, and on the website, CafeSweetSpot.com. We, 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 we play around with the Twitter, but, you know, that's for a lot of the, the, the new school. We, we, we kind of old school. When you're in your late 30s, you start, you know, changing up certain things. But uh, check us out online, you know, CafeSweetSpot.com. Uh, we also have a email in cafe at info.com. Uh, we always got weekly specials out on the uh, online ordering to where, you know, everything is there if you ever needed to contact us for any reason. And how far out will, so if I'm not here in the city of Poughkeepsie, but I'm over in the town, like I can order, right? Oh, yeah. We, we, we definitely uh, do deliveries. Uh, within the two-mile radius, it's free for anybody in the two-mile radius. And we, we literally charge two ninety nine, and I'm, it's more than likely it's me you'll get if you if you're making online orders and deliveries i'm i'm the one that's delivering it so even if you all make an order and you want to you know have a conversation with me i'm always available 
That's cool. La- last question for me, at least. You're on the street, okay, and you're t- you randomly bump into someone, and you're talking about Cafe Sweet Spot. You have to try fill in the blank. What yeah. is the number What's one the menu item? Here, you have to try the. Oh, we do a jerk <laughs> chicken omelet. Most people would look and say, what? Are you serious? That's what I'm having today. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a little spicy, but I guarantee you when you taste it, you will understand. I mean, even something simple, right? Like a bacon, egg, and cheese. I mean, we took a bacon, egg, and cheese and made it that that much better. Uh, we, we literally use smoked Gouda and hotel cut bacon. We're not using just a regular bacon. And a ciabatta roll. On a ciabatta roll. Can you imagine that? I mean, and again, tasting something simple, you know, something simple and, you know, making small changes to make it that much better. And that's just, that's what we're trying to do. Give out good food. So here's the deal. Listeners, jerk chicken omelet, HV <laughs> disruptor set you. Like, come in and experience. I'm telling you, you won't be let down i'm like a picky eater like you won't be let down there's no doubt and i've been here for sunday brunch i'm a chicken and waffles guy but it, you know it's all good you'll enjoy it you know where to find them come check them so out. akeem you're on main street what's what's the number on main street 296 main street right on the right corner off here. of liberty right there can't miss us great spot here is awesome corner spot right here definitely a cool vibe in the place too i think we're good i want to say thanks for being with us today you're the man thanks for having me gentlemen yeah, really appreciate great. it it's a great episode and all right eddie do you want to end it with this let's talk Ooh. about this real I quick gonna, i'm gonna give him a plug okay. i'm gonna give him a plug right now what is this thanks, the regimen right well the regiments for all you drinkers <laughs> <laughs> i think all three of us here don't mind <laughs> to have a drink once in a while but for all you drinkers out there this is a new product that dave brought into my office the other day so i'm gonna be something i'm normally not quiet and let you talk thanks man i appreciate that so, yeah, I partnered up with this uh, someone who's an instructor at my gym, and he came up with this in college, and he put, all, put together all these different pills and whatnot, these vitamins, and, and just crazy stuff that you went. It, it's all natural, and uh, he turned it into a powder form. It's called the Regimen Hangover Prevention Drink. You can find it on Amazon, actually, and it retails for 50 bucks, and we've had amazing, amazing feedback initially. And we've only, it's only been out there for two weeks and it's crazy feedback. And it's just like you pinch yourself knowing that this thing works and hearing it from everybody. Um, so if you guys are into it, it's the regimendrink.com or on Amazon, the regimen hangover prevention. It's 50 bucks. You got 10 servings. It's five bucks a hangover. And I don't think you could beat that. Nah, it beats going to McDonald's and try to kill you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And everybody who's been in a hangover knows what I mean. That's right. That greasy food. I love it. All right, cool. All right, I Thanks, Dave. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me again.